Hi everyone, welcome back to Mindful Testing Podcast. I am Pablo Calvo and today I am going to deliver you a solo episode where I will be just talking to myself about ChatGPT. This is a follow-up episode of my conversation with Federico Toledo. Uh, I would recommend to go and check that episode where we talk a little bit about how ChatGPT can enhance our powers as, as software testers. And after my conversation with Federico, I really was thrilled to kind of use it a little bit and see if ChatGPT actually can provide some help. Of course, people have been talking about it a lot and I didn't have my hands on it yet. Uh, so for today, I will be doing an experiment about, I'm gonna try to build a tool with it and see if it actually becomes useful or not. Let me know what are your thoughts on the tool as well. I really want to learn your experience with it. So here it goes. So when I had my conversation with Federico, we mostly talk about how ChatGPT can empower software engineers, especially software testers, to do their jobs better. Uh, we talk about how we can explore, for example, a, a system and talk to ChatGPT to understand how the system can be tested better. Uh, but I wanted to actually see if ChatGPT can help me code better and help me do some things in test automation. Um, and then I was, I had the idea to build a tool that would actually help me mock data that is going from the front end to the back end to kind of mimic what will happen when the system goes down, for example. So my idea is that I have a tool that can mimic or mock that the, the API is down and it's returning 500 errors uh, and then ha see how the front end behaves. So I asked ChatGPT, how can I do this? And then very impressively, it says you could use a Chrome extension to monitor and uh, patch the requests that are coming back. So that was the first hint that I said, wow, this is pretty cool. Uh, the, because I was also thinking maybe a proxy could be useful or maybe inject something in the browser. But yeah, I mean, a Chrome extension would make the trick. Uh, so my next step was, okay, now that I have the idea to build this Chrome extension, can you build it for me? So I said, ChatGPT, please create a Chrome extension that mocks a request or intercept request that goes from the front end to the back end and return me an error instead of the proper response. And then ChatGPT actually spit out the code. Uh, Chrome extensions are mostly built with at least two files. One is the manifest file that kind of expresses how the Chrome extension is gonna look like. Uh, the other file that I needed is a backend, uh, backend JS file. And ChatGPT was able to create both of them and send it to me. And then very cool is that at the end, it actually kind of explained how can I install this Chrome extension. So basically I didn't have to do anything. It was uh, very fascinating. So it was, here's manifest file, here's the background file, follow these steps, and then you have the Chrome extension. So I did, I went to Chrome, I followed these steps, that was what that one was quite accurate. I didn't have to think about it. And then after I tried to install the, the extension with the code, the first thing is that Chrome com, 
complaints. Chrome says, oh, it seems like you're using a manifest file version two, which is unsupported now. So you should use a manifest version three. Okay, and then what a pity, but then I, I can just say, oh, ChatGPT, it seems like I need a, the manifest version three. And ChatGPT was like, yeah, ah, you're right. Uh, that's my mistake. Here is an updated version using manifest version three. So I just basically replaced the code and I run it again. But ChatGPT just modified one of the files, the manifest one. And it didn't give me the code for the version for the backend JS code version. We're using the manifest, the correct manifest. So I kind of, you know, just updated the code. I reloaded the extension and it actually failed again because now it says uh, that I was using um, API on the backend file. I was using API from version manifest version two, but I was actually uh, intended to use version three. So it failed again. So what I did is um, I asked a couple more times ChatGPT can you make the file correct? And then it just returned me a new file, but it was incorrect. So far, the experience was great because I now could understand how Chrome extensions are built. So I went to Chrome Exten you know, to the Chrome extension document, document page, and I actually looked for examples, and I was able to patch my code here a little bit to make it work. And at the end of the day, it was very curious because I don't know if it's because ChatGPT was not trained uh, during the right time or it has outdated documentation, but then I, I think it would never, it was never able to make it right. But using the knowledge that I gained there, plus the knowledge that I got from the documentation page, I was actually able to build something useful. So I think at this point, I actually reinforce my idea that ChatGPT will never replace someone, but it could actually make our lives easier because it was able to provide me with a lot of the information that I required to do my job, but I it was far from actually doing it. Um, so I, I kind of stay, you know, in a neutral position where I think ChatGPT is actually super useful, but I think you know, and I think people should start using it more, definitely. But I don't feel like it's going to replace me ever. You know, it's just, uh, it's like, a, I would say, stack overflow on asteroids. So you can get faster responses because you can provide some context about what is the problem that you're facing, plus some details, and it will return you, I think, a more accurate answer than you looking at the website and trying to find what is the right one. I had had, you know, after this example, I have other issues that I kind of go to ChatGPT all the time. But then again, a lot of the times I have to say, oh, ChatGPT, it seems like you're wrong. This is not updated. This also happens for, uh, let's say, Playwright, which is a tool that has releases every, I think every twice a month. So it is actually super outdated in a lot of things. So I ask about, you know, what, how to do something in Playwright. And it gives me an answer from 2020 or 2021 which, where the API has changed. So I think we just need to be conscious about these things because 
Uh, if we just think that ChatGPT will be the source of truth, I think we will be all frustrated. But on the other hand, I found it super, super useful when I have to do small functions that I don't really want to think about that are agnostic to a framework, for example. Um, just to make an example is I wanted to have, given that there is a website that has uh, some values of currency on it, I wanted to extract the value so I, I would not have to compare, you know, against the, the coin symbol, either the euro or the dollar. And I just want to say, so I, I told ChatGPT, can you write me a function that would extract the decimal value, the integer plus the decimal value of this string and make it for JavaScript. And then it actually just spit out a very uh, smart function that actually uses regex to extract the value. And I realized that the function was not accurate because I didn't say that the, that the decimal could be uh, optional and it could be just an integer number. So I just went and said, ChatGPT, oh, this is great, but then can you also make the decimal part optional? And then um, it did, you know? So basically I, I got a really easy function that it built in less than a minute to me that it would probably took me at least one hour to figure out the right regex. So I think in that, those cases where we have to build something that is agnostic to our framework, that is pure coding, it's a great tool to use. Of course it has the downside that I think I will now never really learn regex because now I have the, I know that ChatGPT cannot just build it for me. Which means that in the future, we will have a lot of engineers that will be more, more focused on actually building solutions and less focused on the details. Of course, this could be a good thing or a bad thing depending on your development context. But in a few words, in a summary, I think the tool is great. It's, uh, it's gonna make our life simpler a lot of the time. And I think we just need to know how to use it and use it properly when the times come. I found myself using it now every day. Uh, instead of Googling uh, answers or going to Stack Overflow, I first go to ChatGPT because I have found that I can find my solution faster. And I just want to make you know myself efficient. So my recommendation for all the listeners is Go to OpenAI ChatGPT website, create an account, and give it a try. And I think you'll be amazed how uh, impressive the tool is. And of course, it has, you know, we have been talking about software development, but actually it has other very useful context that we can give it. So go ahead and try it. <laughs>